Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Easy and take advantage of $0 down and payments as low as $49 per month. Schedule at 4abc.com and consider it done. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. And Odyssey Station. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. The Score! This hour is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Call 1-87-CARS-WITH-A-K, the number four, kids. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning, welcome in. Saturday Suckage coming at you 11 to 2 today on Saturday. What were the odds that Saturday Suckage would be on a Saturday? We are going to take attendance. Here's our roll call. Don Cooper. They all suck. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Mike Tomlin. Us sucking. Yeah, well, not the other night. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Brian Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad, he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, this sucks. Mark Grody. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Grody's not here on Saturday Suckage. We got a new opening. Grody is not here. The producer who made it is not here. But guess who's here, Mr. Stink Stank. Stunk himself, Mike Esposito. Espo, how you Hello, doing? Hello, my friend. I'm doing great. I enjoy the I enjoyed the new open, even though Adam is not here to enjoy his own work, uh, nor is oh. Grody. And and the Aloy Jimenez drop there in the open. That's gotta be my favorite. That was you be. know, the best thing about that is the the 
the Hall of Fame sound technician, the, the god whose secret power, whose superpower is sound, Chris Tannehill, who had been a guest. He he was uh, he and Herb Lawrence did the Locked on Sox podcast, and we will be talking with Herb in about an hour about the White Sox and their offseason, where they're going. So yep. Tanny had been on and said he loves a good roll call. I go, well, that's high praise coming from that sound master, right? And Tanny yep. said, by the way, he sent along to Adam and said, this is really good. This is perfect for you guys. So that's where Eloy came in. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, and that that one, uh, that just sums it up right there in a nutshell, doesn't it? This show, which which has uh, gone through. You, you have been Saturday suckage for... This is this is a decade plus of Saturday suckage for you, my friend. Oh yeah, more than more than that. Just just so for those of you keeping score at home, score. See what I did there? Score. I like it. The, yes. On the score, Espo today is in for Grody, who was originally in for Espo, who was in for Jordan Burnfield, who was in for Wayne Randazzo, who was in for Brian Peruk, mm-hmm. and we we're all in for Dave Baum, the chat champ. Correct. And then here's how Saturday Suckage turns back on itself like an MC Escher drawing. <laughs> who's your Who's one of your co-coaches in the under ten or the ten years and under team? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for for our ten uh, U baseball team, Brian Peruk and I are co-coaches of our, <laughs> our, the our odds? Cardinals oh team. That's that's just the way it works. We 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 happen to uh, our 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 sons are the same age. And uh, we have played baseball together for a number of years now. And, yeah, see Brian all the time. So the Saturday Suckage, it's, it's really it's a tight-knit bond. It's, it's a really a close group. All of us that have filled in for each other and are still filling in for each other, we appreciate each other. And, and I see one of, our, one of our village people in there uh, broadcasting National League uh, or playoff games uh, during the MLB playoffs. That was pretty cool. Yeah, all of a sudden Wayne's up there and trying not to get noogies from from AJ Pierzynski. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't he strike you as a guy? We should we tried to get Wayne on before those broadcasts when it was both Chicago teams. I thought this would be great. We could talk to him. Is he worried about getting a noogie from AJ Pierzynski or a wedgie? Which do you <laughs> think would be more would be your greatest fear? I I think knowing AJ. And because Wayne is on the short side and AJ is on the tall side, a noogie uh-huh. would be very easy. But I, AJ strikes me as more of a wedgie type. He's a wedgie guy. Wow, that, that's, that's that's what strikes me as. And and despite well, the height difference would make would be a, quite a thing. I would that'd be good. We should ask that. We should so, you know, everybody, and it should be in in like eHarmony in the dating profiles, right? The <laughs> Tinder profiles. Yes. Are you a wedgie, wedgie guy, or, or <laughs> you put that in Twitter bios, wedgie guy, noogie guy. You I'm have sure. to declare yourself like a Sox fan or a Cub fan, right? Remember, you have to do that, and no ketchup sure. on the hot dog. And you have to do all those dumbass Chicago things. Yeah, I'm I'm well, I'm sure as I'm sure as Wayne is doing Mets games and National Baseball playoffs. Uh, I'm sure he's concerned about whether he's a, a wedgie or a noogie. I know, I know this is concerning to him, and he wants to get to the bottom of this. By the way, Wayne might be the Mets general manager, as it turns out, <laughs> Wayne Randazzo there. He'd do a Did fine you, job with it. We have the latest. Um, I guess I'm not sure if this qualifies as breaking news, but breaking news on the score. We actually have some, so let's make sure we get it all out there. Uh, let's do it. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online. For free with DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo Privacy Simplified. The first thing is that if you didn't believe the NFL was serious about taunting Cassius Marsh and you mm-hmm. idiot, Matt, the historically pathetic Matt Nagy, the NFL reportedly fined Marsh $5,972 for that taunting penalty for unsportsmanlike Yikes. conduct. So it's real and it is payable upon demand. There's another piece of breaking news, by the way. I'm just going to wrap this all up. Aaron Rodgers apparently is in the building at uh, Packers headquarters. He is set to be activated at 4 p.m. off the COVID list. Uh, To start, it'll be Rodgers against Russell Wilson at Lambeau Field tomorrow. And (laughs) that was a sweet uh, tweet from Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Adam Schefter apparently tweeted, and this is like the height of NFL stupidity and white 
person entitlement. This is the league that wouldn't give Colin Kaepernick a job, but wouldn't punish Aaron Rodgers. The, the tweet from Schefter is, uh, I think it's Schefter, Aaron Rodgers has remained asymptomatic from COVID-19 and has met with the NFL, NFLPA return to play protocols. Really? Rodgers and the Packers never abided by the protocols in the first place. Why would you believe they did it now? This right. is just such a sick end. Here's the latest part of breaking news. Jimmy Kimmel tweeted, I've decided, after much thought, I've decided to withdraw my name from consideration as GM of the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> that takes away their lead candidate. Maybe I think Wayne's Wayne's got a leg up now. We should call Wayne. Wayne, are you the GM? Do you want to be the GM? Wayne, are you worried about a wedgie or a, or a noogie? So which would be, yeah, which, I think we should do this. So anyways, the, um, the phone number is 312-644-6767. That was an instance I paused there, Espo, mm-hmm. where I almost gave out my own phone number. <laughs> I have done that <laughs> several times. I have done that as well. And that number is also the number to reach us at the Tech Zone. The Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. 312-644-6767. Espos to 760. Suck it, Jess. Espos sitting in on the longest contiguous show on the score. Suck on. You know, that might... Yeah. That, that would, I think it it is the longest continuous show. Yeah, we score. did. Yeah, we yep. did. Well, this would be the the long other than score values. <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> and this this is how long this show has gone on. When I first started working on this show, it was you and I think Peruk, but I mean it was a long time ago. I used to do yes, updates it was. on this show. It was you and mm-hmm. Peruk, and I did updates. This is probably twelve or fourteen years ago, whatever it is. It's a long time ago. Uh, and that was before the rotating cast of uh, of associate hosts, as we will call them, uh, which then included <laughs> me at some point. Hosts. What a phony baloney thing! It's like calling, McDon- <laughs> you know, you you call the fast food employees. We're associates, uh-huh. really. I'm Why a, did you I'm associate with the too. cash register up front? Yes. No. So yeah, that that uh, this 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 one goes way back. You you are. Uh, you're you're like a senior staff member, my friend. You're you're senior. like a watch that word. I, I know, and, and I'm not trying to make you feel old. I'm just saying, like, listen, like you have, you have lasted the test of time, my friend. Yes, right. I am. I am as senior <laughs> as it gets around here, having many senior moments on this show. So that's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's in for Mark Grody today. Uh, we are we we have a exemplary show planned it it will still suck along the way trust me on this at 11:20, we will talk with rick camp of the score and of the i'm fat podcast both will come into play because rick is the host of the bulls post game show and the bulls faced the best team in the league yesterday and the warriors looked it and the bulls didn't and they don't have vooch and it's like oh God, is this ugly. So the upside, of course, Espo, is that the Bulls won't have to worry about that until the NBA Finals. Before you had Steph Curry oh, going right. off for 40. So Well, it, and, and, and speaking of suckage, so I did postgame last night for the Golden State game. So I got to sit through Oh, I missed that. that. So I'm sorry. I, I, well, I, well, I, I know I don't. That suck. I can't even give the right co-host. I, I, I know at 11.30 p.m. you were glued to your radio for Bulls-Warriors postgame, but that was Rick and I uh, and Zach are all, Zach Zaidman, we are all uh, a part of the old Bulls postgame. But I love talking hoops with Rick, and he is super knowledgeable about that. And Lord knows he is super knowledgeable about food as well. So we will. Yeah, we have, a, we have a really good one. This is an, an NHL player. Um, an NHL player and Oreo cookies, and it was a classic. It's a classic <laughs> piece of video. We'll run it by Rick and see what he thinks. Yes. Also, there is, you know, it's not just the high school football championships going on right now. There are high school concession championships going on, too. Really? I didn't know this until a week ago, that. but, yeah, we're going to run that by Rick. At noon, as I mentioned, Herb Lawrence of the Scort Locked on Socks podcast. He and Tanny do it. It is a big offseason for the White Sox. If we get an offseason that, that consists of more than just a lockout 
and and I guess if the lockout comes December 2nd, that might be the earliest the Cubs will have quit on a season. They quit around um, sometime between Christmas and New Year's last year when they traded Darvish, and now they might be quitting in the beginning of December. We'll see how that goes. But the White Sox... They're going to be competitive, though, Steve. Don't you know you what? We're going to ask Herb, and, and I'll ask you too, Espo, and when we yeah. get to this at noon, the, the White Sox are probably going to have one free agent shot, we one big ticket item. It looks mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and so who would that be? I want to get your response. I want to get Herb's sure. response, and we'll do that at noon. At twelve forty, do I have this right, Brandon Fryer? Twelve forty, we have Chris Emma coming on That's to talk correct. Bears, my friend. Bears. That is correct. Bears. Okay. At one p.m., Gonzo will be here. Mark Gonzalez. You can read the him Lux. in the Daily Herald. You can hear him here as the greatest the greatest walk-up music, and there's stuff to talk about. We'll talk about the Cubs and the baseball landscape with him. And at 140, Justin Fields, the Bears quarterback, about the only good thing of the Bears. Justin Fields was on the score yesterday. He joined Parkins and Spiegel, a terrific interview. It ranged from football to, to doggy coats. Matt Spiegel is currently going through a constant retweeting, a sort of penance yes. for teasing Justin Fields about get the Fields got his dog a coat because Chicago's winter is here. And that's what it felt like yesterday and retweeting these pictures. So I had tweeted out, I wanted, maybe I missed the air check. Maybe the air check will come Monday of Matt Spiegel saying, I teased Justin Fields about getting his doggy a coat for Chicago's winter and there's a deep drive to left by Castellanos and that'll be a home run and that'll make it four to nothing. <laughs> that's got I want that air jet. That's yes. gotta happen. That's that's part of the interview that they did with him. So that's the show. I, we might as well quit now. That's as this is as sucky as it's gonna get. We have a new opening produced by a guy who's not here. Naming a guy who's not here, but including the voice of a man who is here, Espo saying stink, stank, stunk. And by the way, the holiday tradition. Had when we had Tom Tom Thayer, apparently under the mistaken impression this was a professional radio station, <laughs> agreed to be my co-host one weekend on Saturday Suckage. I guess Holy we should cow. drop his name in. He loves that. He listens every week for that part of the opening. So I'm glad Trash Bandit kept it in. He listens for your stink, stank, stunk. I am honored, and I'm also glad that Tom Thayer could join in as the co-host, uh, you know, magic wheel, as we're all in for each other. I'm glad that Thayer can now <laughs> fill in for wheel. us, too. The, the, we, the wheel of co-hosts. You spin, you, you spin the wheel on a Saturday morning and see who yeah. comes up. And We call it Tom wheel Thayer. of, misfor- wheel of misfortune, and there's Tom <laughs> Thayer. Right. Just, yeah, all right. It's so much for, for his you. Hall of Fame candidacy. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk some bulls. We'll talk about, wow, that's what a good team looks like, and that's what a bad bulls team looks like without Booch. We have to learn to play without him. Well, if you do, you might as well not even play. The season's over. That's pretty much what it comes down to. We will see what Rick Camp, the host of most Bulls post-game shows, has to say. Here's last night's post-game show, Mike Esposito, and I'm Steve Roosevelt. It's Saturday, suckage like it ought to be. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Rick Dam Camp. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final five seconds, they're going to run it off. And the Bulls fall here in San Francisco to Golden State. And the final 119-93... Ew, that's icky. That is Chuck Swirsky, the Swirsk. Not Swirsk isn't icky. He's terrific. No. That result, that score, that game, that that dose of reality. No vooch, no chance, no. Just move along. Nothing to see here. And that was uh, Swirsk on the score. We are the home radio home for the Bulls. We are Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. And we're going to the Scores Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Welcome in the normal, regular sort of host of the Bulls post game. My co-host today, Mike Esposito, did it last night. So Rick Camp got to enjoy his Friday evening, more or less, because he didn't have to relive it. That was a mess, Rick. Why did you leave that for Espo? You're an evil man. Well... I mean, I did like two hours and 40 minutes of pregame before the pregame show, so yeah, I, got, I got to do the build-up to it, so I had that part of it, and then, yeah, I just kind of dropped that bomb in his lap. Yeah, we've got like 80% it, of the Bulls postgame shows on the right. on the station right now. We just need to like get Zach in or something to, to really round out, get to 100% here, because, you know, Bulls postgame is like, is like a backfield. I mean, it's got to be by committee. You have to have at least three guys you can rotate in based on situation. Uh, but, so, I mean, when, when it comes to the, the game last night, it was, you know, it. I don't know what people were expecting, really, because first game without Vooch, and, you know, it, that's hard when it's one of your main dudes that is that high of a usage guy to have to play without him. And also, when your defense has been so good, like the Warriors just play a different style of offense than a vast majority of teams in the NFL or in the NFL, the NBA, and the NFL, actually. But, uh, <laughs> well, they outscored the Bears anyway. Yeah, boy, you should watch the Warriors run outside zone. It's really great. Uh, but, but you know, so there's there was a whole lot of factors going on there, and the fact that they just made that trip out west, I, I wasn't entirely shocked that they lost and that it was by double digits, but it, it wasn't a great look either way. Yeah, and, and Rick, we talked about this uh, on the postgame with Bill Wennington last night. When you had the struggles that you had from the floor, Ball was 2 for 11, DeRozan 4 for 13, although he did get points, he was 9 of 10 from the foul line. But shooting field goals at that low percentage, uh, missing Vooch, already down Patrick Williams, Kobe White hasn't played all year. You know, you're, you're, you're on thin ice there, and, and you mentioned the defense that uh, Golden State brought last night. Plus, that Curry guy seems to be able to uh, score whenever he wants, so that all did not bode well for the Bulls. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry, there's a reason he is uh, he is very much the favorite for MVP right now because 
this Warriors team is the best version they've been the last few years, partially because some of those guys that have been trying to learn, just learn how to play in the NBA, like Jordan Poole, uh, a guy that didn't end up playing last night, Damian Lee falls into that camp, uh, bringing in guys like Nemanja Bielitsa and bringing back, you know, the corpse of Andre Iguodala to be able to <laughs> fill out their rotation. And, you know, Otto Porter before he got hurt has been good for them. So They've de- the Warriors are definitely like, there's a reason they're this good. They're 11 and one. They have the best net rating by a country mile in the NBA. They the, as of right now, they are the best team playing at the moment. But the other thing uh, with Vooch as well, and in terms of how his him being gone affected everybody else's shots, is there weren't as many open shots for a guy like Lonzo Ball because when either DeRozan or Levine is generally getting pressured or trapped or whatever defense ends up doing they'll throw the ball to Vucevic where he's at about the free throw line ish area maybe a couple steps behind it and that's where he makes a decision of who outside on the wing or in the corner to throw the ball to and then it's either one pass away or that guy is getting an open shot and that's where Lonzo Ball has benefited a decent amount because of his ability to know where to go spacing wise and to find those open spots so that Vooch can find him. And then either he makes the pass or he gets an open shot for himself. So not having that matters a ton. And when you're talking about winning games in the regular season, you know, keeping the playoffs out of it, it's just about having as many, uh, you know, above replacement level players as you can. And the bulls are just short on those when it comes to the front court right now. So not having Patrick Williams and then not having Vooch, when you're having to throw Alizé Johnson out there for 21 minutes, that's too much. You know, too Tony many. Bradley only played 14, but they're going to need Tony Bradley on the rest of this trip because you look at the teams that they're playing. The Lakers play big. The Clippers have Zubats. The Blazers have Nurkic. And Denver obviously has Jokic. So there's a bunch of bigs that are going to require Tony Bradley to play and have better games than he had in this one. So I'm not freaking out about this one but it obviously wasn't a great look our guest is rick camp he is the host of the bulls postgame show here on the score the bulls will face the lakers with i don't know it doesn't sound like lebron's gonna play which comes close to evening things up to a lakers team that just lost to the timberwolves that's that's always hopeful but the the point about vucevic is this is that the threat of him was still enough that Opposing teams had to game plan around. There was the threat of him making shots. There was there was not a threat. It was his terrific ability to pass as well. He could make guys open because of the way teams had to respect him. And that is what we didn't see last night. And suddenly it got very claustrophobic for Zach Levine and to some degree DeRozan. That's where you're seeing him. That's where you're seeing his absence play a role on the offensive end. Right, Rick? Yeah, absolutely. He is someone that has to be respected. And another another couple ways that his impact matters is some of those, like I mentioned before, those short roll opportunities where it's either set the pick and they blitz the ball handler and they dump it off to the center. When that was especially Alizé Johnson a few times, those turned into turnovers, not just not ideal shots, but turnovers. The Bulls have been the best team in the league at not turning the ball over this year. They had 20 turnovers that turned into 24 Warriors points. So that's something that it, that absolutely matters. And then the Bulls have been, they haven't been a good offensive rebounding team, but they've been pretty decent on the defensive glass, and Vooch helps with that a lot. The Bulls were minus nine on, on the glass against a Warriors team that generally has only been okay on the glass, you know, because they just don't play that big. Like Kavon Looney played 21 minutes, and then outside of that, they didn't tr- play a traditional big. It was what Nemanja Bielitsa, who just chills out on the perimeter, or and some Draymond Green at center stuff. So the Warriors are a team, even without Vucci, should be able to rebound. Maybe not great, but at at you know break even and being minus nine and rebounding definitely hurt because then you look at between the turnovers and the offensive rebounds allowed. The Warriors didn't just shoot a better percentage. They also had 15 more shot attempts than the Bulls. So when you're just getting that much more volume, a result like this is going to happen when the team that has 15 more attempts to make a ball, to make a basket ends up shooting 5% better than, than the other team as well. So really this is kind of lined up as without Vooch, 
all that adds up and they just have to maybe seeing it on tape now make some adjustments to either how they're playing or what the rotation is going to be because I'm sure a lot of this game was kind of throwing it against the wall and seeing what sticks yeah and Rick a lot of bad looks in my estimation um, and, and you had the bench uh, doing a lot of the uh, scoring last night with the exception of DeRozan and, and Zach uh, but you had Javante Green struggle from the floor. Tony Bradley, you're not looking for offense from these guys, but even Lonzo with one for seven. You had a lot of, uh, you know, forced shots, bad shots, things that you might not have seen out of the Bulls, but because of uh, who was not there and, and who had to be playing those minutes, uh, you had a lot of, of shots that you probably wouldn't have liked to have seen normally. Yeah, and the Warriors are a team that will take advantage of that because if there's one thing they are really great at defensively now, and they've been the top defense in the league so far this season, is understanding assignments, knowing the scouting report. And you have to credit a lot of that to Draymond Green. And obviously, uh, Marcus Thompson and Darnell Mayberry of The Athletic put out that joint piece about Draymond Green and Zach Levine, and it's a must-read for anybody that hasn't had a chance to look at it yet. Uh, But Draymond Green basically teaching Zach a little bit about what it takes to be a star and, and the way Draymond part of the way Draymond has become a star is by being the smartest defensive player, maybe up there with LeBron in the entire NBA and Draymond knows, okay, these are the guys you can't let shoot. These are the guys you can let shoot. And he communicates that to the, that entire warriors defense. So that's why you see guys like Javante green getting open shots or Derek Jones jr. Getting open shots and, those are the reasons and why a lot of these, especially when you think about the second units for the Bulls, they need Kobe White so bad just because they need yep. another res- shooter that has to be respected. Because when it's Caruso, he's, Caruso and Io are both touch and go when it comes to their shooting. Derek Jones Jr., not really a shooter, although he's hit a couple threes this year, good on him. And Alizé Johnson is not a shooter. I mean, you saw in some of the games where he's terrified to take a floater. And that's just something that is, once again, scouting that teams are going to force him to do because he's athletic and they don't want him getting to the rim. So it's a bunch of guys are kind of getting thrown into a little bit of getting thrown into new roles and just kind of having to acclimate themselves a little bit. And it's just honestly not great timing for this because this is not an easy road trip. Our guest is Rick Camp, host of the Bulls post-game show. You hear that after Chuck and Bill do their thing on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Rick comes on and hosts the post-game show. And actually, Rick, I disagree that this is a great time for this to happen, for them to figure out what what their – you talked about adjustments for playing without Nikola Vucevic. And I think it comes early enough in the year, in the season, so is it really – it's not a major – doesn't – this is not the five-game trip to end the season. This doesn't jeopardize a playoff spot that they believe they're worthy of. And early on, they were looking like, well, hey, we're going to compete for the fourth spot. You watch us. And I think this is, DeRozan called it, this is an opportunity. We got our butts whipped. What do we learn from it? How do we get better? I think this comes at a good time. I'd rather have it now, and I'd rather see it this way than have it come later. So let's assume that I'm right because I'm always right. What do you expect those adjustments to be? More threes? The ball doesn't touch the floor. What ex- what do you expect those adjustments to be for the rest of this trip? I think it may be going to a little more uh, traditional pick and roll stuff because and just making DeRozan and Levine make more of the decisions themselves. That's probably what it'll end up being, maybe simplifying some of the offense uh, a bit. And actually, to your point, if there's ever a time you want to have all this happen, it's probably against non-conference opponents. Because while every game does end up counting the same when it comes to tiebreakers and all that kind of stuff towards the end of the year, probably better to have this happen against teams in the West than teams from the East. But yeah, I think it's just going to be maybe funneling a lot of the usage a little bit more, and at least in terms of decision making, maybe not in terms of shot attempts or, or anything like that, but have making sure that it's Lonzo, making sure it's Levine, making sure it's DeRozan being the ones making your decisions. And I think at that point, it's even more important to be able to stagger the lineups the way that Donovan has throughout the season and make sure that one of those three guys is on the court at all times. Because while the Bulls have a decent amount of guys that, you know, 
are that are considered guards or maybe point guards. Do I really want to be trusting Io or Alex Caruso to be a primary playmaker at this point for any unit? Honestly, no. Because Io has been inconsistent. When he's good, he's good. But a lot of that has come more off the ball. Alex Caruso, I mean, he's an all-defense level defender. But offensively, he's still got plenty of work to do. So at this point, you're looking at those three guys that pretty much have to be your playmakers at every moment of the game to be able to have representative offense unless you're talking for a one-minute stretch here, a two-minute stretch there. You know, just like give – just be strategic about it. We you like know? you in short bursts. Yes, yes. Ex- exactly. That's if, that's, right. if that's what you're trying to do to, like, manipulate, okay, let's – for the last minute of the first quarter, let's take out – have all these guys out or whatever it ends up being. You know what I mean. Try, try and be creative about it. Hey, Rick, I want to get to something important now. This is this is vital. There are two, because for our audience who doesn't know, and how could you not, Rick is Rick and Jay Zawoski are the founders, co-hosts for the I'm Fat podcast. And this week, I, the last couple of weeks, I've gathered a couple of things that I need your input on. Okay. One was at a Boston Bruins hockey game during the warm-ups. You know, everybody crowds around the glass. Well, around the glass in, uh, in Boston... A young lady held a sign that said, hey, number 74, that would be Louis DeBrusque. Rock, paper, scissors. You you win, you get Oreos. I win, I get your stick. So Louis DeBrusque skated over to the glass, and then they both got the rules straight about the best two out of three for rock, paper, Mm -hmm. scissors. And it's do you go on three or do you go on shoot? And he won. And, And he won. So... She grudgingly tossed him Oreos, and he tossed her a puck. Now, this whole rock, paper, scissors thing, rock, paper, scissors for food, how does the I'm Fat podcast feel about this? I mean, I'd feel better if I was the one that had the possibility of winning the food as opposed okay. to giving up the food. You know, of those of those two things that have the black exterior that are, you know, a little bit uh, cylindrical, I would rather have the Oreos, personally. So if I was her, I would not have gone into that trying to give away food. However, if you're trying to acquire food and you're a little strapped for cash, that's not a bad way to do it. I think we talked to Dan and Layla about incorporating this into, into the show. I think this uh, this could be a thing. Rock, paper, scissors for food. Let me get a sign out there. Yeah, but we'd have have to, like, we have to, like, get approval on some of Dan's stuff ahead of time because Dan has some really good food takes, but then, like, when he goes highfalutin, it's like, okay, rock, paper, (laughs) scissors, foie gras. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that's right. He's he's taking the fun out of ribeyes. All right, let's let this is the other item. There. It is the first year, and I don't know if the I'm Fat podcast knows about this. That it's not just the high school football playoffs, the championships that are being competed for, but this is the IHSA. This is an IHSA-sanctioned event, Pork and Pids, Pigskins Championship. It recognizes the best concession stand pork chop sandwich. And as of last week, they were down to the flavorful four. <laughs> Interesting. Now, now mm-hmm. I think I think it's a bit of a mouthful, unintended. <laughs> yeah, one of the flavorful. Hey-o. Why couldn't it yeah. be the flavor for? The flavor like, for. I kind of try and try and sl- try and slur that together because now the thing that I appreciate about this, that I definitely appreciate, is that we're trying to raise the level of concession stand food. Exactly. So that it's so that you know it's not just you know me as a high schooler going to try and get some big league chew because I want to be nostalgic for when I played baseball uh, growing up and had that in my back pocket. And also because it's delicious for the 20 seconds it has flavor. So (laughs) there is that, but we we have been notified of this. We have not, we have not asked for comment. We have not been uh, approached about anything in, involved with it. Maybe that's a next year thing. You know, our people will talk with the IHSA's people about this because really, I mean, if you need someone, I mean, now Jay and I are vets when it comes to eating contests in terms of being a judge. So <laughs> we were judges for the, for the uh, chili cook off in at the Homewood fall fest. As I have my 
my Simpson style time for chili hat sitting on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, one of one of Jay's friends made for us for the competition, which was awesome. Yes. So yeah, I, I came, mean we have, I came we have across, a resume. I came across this uh, WGLT Charlie Schlenker. It's part of it's at Illinois State. It's a uh, the 89.1 NPR outlet at Illinois State. And the four final, the flavorful four were Normal Community High School, Lamont, Cambridge, and Carlinville. I don't know where it stands now. But I, the question specifically is not, I, I think you're making an excellent point about raising the quality of concession food. God mm-hmm. bless it, it needs it. But the idea of a pork chop sandwich, like when I see a steak sandwich, to me, as much as I love bread, bread and butter is, is, is one of God's special creations. The idea of bread getting in the way of steak or the, the protein, the meat, bothers me. I don't know how the, the I'm Fat podcast feels about that. Bread gets in the way. I don't like the idea of a steak sandwich, for instance, or a pork chop sandwich. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm, in fa- I'm in favor of it because... I don't know. I guess I'm not overthinking it. I like bread. I like steak. I like pork. So, and it, and and the next level thing that you do and is make everything garlic bread. Just yes. just in general, yeah. just make everything talking. garlic bread. Now, if you give me a steak sandwich on or a pork or a pork sandwich on on garlic bread, yeah. Now we're talking. That's something. Yeah, you're right. That's that. That could be. I, I could be convinced with that. Even with ribeye, as much as I. Yes. The purity of ribeye, but but yeah. Sure. Suddenly that. Yeah. See, All right. I'm bread conv- makes I, everything better. It does. It maybe not ice cream, but I would say that otherwise you're you're straight on. Fair them. enough. Yeah, I'm gonna get that made so I can put it next to you know the live laugh love thing that everybody has posted. It's live laugh love, <laughs> and then garlic bread makes everything better. I. I want the time for chili hat uh, next to that as well. I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's in nice there. I mean, I've got to wear that bell. in public, though. There should be a bell on that hat. It seems that's a statement that requires a bell. Some yeah, there are some effect. things that I've gotten like from the podcast that I make sure to, like, every once in a while wear out in public just to see the reaction I get. I do it for me. You know, like, I've worn the time for chili hat when I've gone to, like, Kohl's to look for something. And then mm-hmm. I just get looks from people like, what the hell is this guy doing? I mean, it's probably not, not surprising to them. But, Staying you know, on brand, damn it. Yeah, right. What else do you expect when I'm looking through the big and tall section, you jerks? <laughs> the big anyways. Rick, well, thanks, for, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys. All right, Rick Camp. We love Rick Camp. We love Rick Camp. We love Rick Camp. He is your uh, Bulls host on the post game, despite what you heard from Mike Esposito, my co-host today, last night. Uh, he is also, he and Jay Zawoski with the fabulous I'm Fat. Oh, I forgot. The I'm Fat podcast is now, has a, has a uh, YouTube channel. Damn, go find it. Go subscribe. I did. It's wonderful. And you get to see them. And it's remarkable. They can fit in those little squares. But they do. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Um, we, we're late. We ran through all this. Brandon Fryer's <laughs> telling me we need to get out. All right. So you're in trouble, mister. Yeah. All right. So we're going to taunt the bears because they're too stupid to know what taunting is. They're too stupid to play regular football. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito. He's in for Grody who was in for Espo. Oh, I know what we needed. We need to update the, the Espo Grody Espo, Jordan Burnfield, Wayne Randazzo, Brian Peruk, and then there's the chat champ, but everything sucked after the chat champ. We heard from Jordan. Yes, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan sent us a text. <laughs> he's supposed to be preparing for a Loyola basketball game, and he's doing this. We're going we're gonna to out him. That's just what we do here because it sucks. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. Roethlisberger, empty spread. Takes the snap. Has time. Pumping. Edwards almost got him. They do finally bring him down. The sack is made. And it's Cassius Marsh, the ex-stealer, in his Bears debut. Gets to Ben Roethlisberger, working off a block. Finishes the job. And now a a penalty marker. And please tell me that's not going to be a taunting on Marsh. Please tell me no. As the Steelers are getting ready to punt. With 3.16 to go in the game. Conclusion of the play. 
taunting defense number 59. 15-yard penalty will create a first down. Wow. Well, I was right. The bill for Cassius Marsh's but that was, uh, we want to thank <laughs> Jeff Joniak is up there for their sadness. WBBM 105.9 FM and 780 AM, our brother station. Uh, reported today, $5,972 for Cassius Marsh, which might be like seven game checks for this guy. I don't know. Yep. That's just, stop being stupid. But when you play for the historically pathetic Matt Nagy, that's what you get. So, Espo, here's your choice. And remember, death is not an option. I remember. Historically pathetic Matt Nagy's inability to coach discipline into his players to avoid penalties like taunting and lining up offside or historically pathetic Matt Nagy's refusal to discipline players for such idiotic failures. Hoy, I have to choose one. Um, yes, I, do. I, I don't get... I don't get the 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 former the the lining up offsides the stupid taunting penalty I mean you know they're calling everything although and I do believe I mean it certainly looked like Tony Carrenti the referee uh, kind of stuck his hip out into Marsh while he was getting ready to throw that flag I do agree with poor Mr Marsh on that but I also think with three minutes left in a game and you just made a huge defensive stop that you probably Go back and celebrate with your teammates instead of going over to the other sideline and and staring down the bench and uh, whatever the heck that was, uh, the you know the windmill kick thing that he did, um, which was kind of cool. But I mean, but my first reaction to that play is like, wait a second, who's 59? And it's like, oh yeah, this guy Marsh that they just picked up. And then it's like, all right, you just cost us a first down. I don't like that. And the game, yeah. So all right. So at least we got to. We now know that the the Cassius Marsh's last play as a bear was worth six thousand dollars. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So this was this was much more important than the Bears. We'll get back to them. We have more time for this. But so we're doing the show today. We're listening off all of the co-hosts who have been sitting in for somebody. And one of the texters says, "By the way, did you forget Matt Spiegel?" And I did. I did forgot. I done did forgot. Um, Come on. What you've been doing there, that Spiegel was there for a short time. I'm sure Spiegel would like to forget it. I had It had just slipped my <laughs> mind, but a lot of things slipped my mind. But then we get a text. I get roped into a group text with you and Jordan Burnfield. Of course. And he's laughing at the suckage. But but here's the part of the, 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 the texting is you're the one doing, Ronnie, that yes. tell us about the new open and the wonders of Frank <laughs> Schwindel, which is what Jordan did. It was one of three things Jordan was known for. One was that Ronnie every time that happened. Yeah. And then there was the time I hit the wrong button and we got about 8,000 pages of Xerox machine with whirling <laughs> gigs and wingdings. So Jordan started the, the encyclopedia of suck. Yeah. The, and the, the third thing... The third thing he was known for while he was on the show sitting in for you, for Brian Brian Baruch, for Grody, was his grandfather was better on the air. We gave his grandfather, we gave his grandfather like song lyrics, rap lyrics, and we brought him on and he was better than Jordan. So Jordan's doing all this, saying he's listening to us. And then there is a tweet that he's going to be calling the Loyola basketball game. <laughs> That's yes. some prep you're doing, dude. See, here, here, here's my thinking there. You know, the, the, the serious prep work is done on paper. He's studying the rosters. He's pouring over their statistics. He's making sure he knows everything there is to know about Loyola's opponent today, all the while enjoying the lighthearted comedy that is Saturday Suckage in the background. I think I, that is how I picture Jordan preparing for Loyola basketball. And I had forgotten completely about Grandpa Burnfield. Shame on me. That was oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. spectacular. Oh. Uh-oh. You know what that is, Espo? Uh, something important. That is our breaking phone call sounder. That means that somebody <laughs> dialed 312-644-6767, which gets you to the text line. Wow. But... It also gets you, that's an actual phone number. And uh-huh. somebody made an actual phone call. So Brandon Fryer, our producer du jour, 
had hit the breaking caller sounder, and now he will walk in, he will welcome, he will share with us who this breaking caller is. How you guys doing? So we have a good friend of the show and favorite, Toby. Look, there's Toby. Toby, Toby. how you doing? Hey, hey guys. How's it going? What's up, Toby? S- sucks. Not too much. Hey, hi, Mike. Hi. How are you, hi. Toby? Nice to nice to meet you. I don't think yeah, we've ever to, interacted. I, I have enjoyed your work for many years, my friend. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, <laughs> really? Um, well, you know. <laughs> I'm flattered. Um, yeah, I was taking a trip down memory lane this morning. This show, I used to. I think the first ones that I heard was was Brian Peruk and Stevie. Um, I, you know, I had something uh, for you. I had a few things for Grody, but I'll wait, I guess. So, uh, was wondering if you and Grody were uh, Grover Cleveland fans at all. Grover Cleveland, uh, or Grover Cleveland Alexander. Uh, I mean, um, uh, um, Gro- I guess I, I know fans is a, but, uh, buffs, I guess in the, in the spirit of Scott Boris. That you uh-huh. guys are the 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 uh, only non-consecutive serving show. <laughs> I there you go. That's it. That's, That's it. very very nicely played. That's, but but the Saturday package has been has been straight through, and that has been the the theme. We've tried to carry that along the spirit. If if uh, if we if not consistent co-hosts. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, how about the Bears, huh? Yeah, how about the Bears? So, what's your favorite taunting penalty, or did you? What's your favorite uh, lining up offsides penalty? Which do you choose? My my favorite was when the guy swung and missed, and probably would have gotten kicked out of the game if that punch landed. That who was that? That was my was favorite. So many, so much to tell. So, why do you think Robert um, Quinn keeps lining up offsides, Toby? Because nothing ha- is going to happen to him. Because Matt Nagy is just just without completely without discipline and completely without enacting punishment. So he's a noodle. That's, he's, that's probably it. It's, uh, it could be an equilibrium or proprioception problem. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, Grody is threatening to come back next week after the bears off. Week. Yeah. So we, you save your nuggets for him and we'll look forward to our one phone call next week. I will. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All right, that would be Toby. And we appreciate his uh, his bringing presidential nicknames to the uh, to the show because now Grody, which is true, Grody is the Grover Cleveland of this show as he (laughs) he was he was co-host. Then he he wasn't. He may have actually had four years off exactly, and then there he is back for a second term. Uh-huh. All right. So that's that. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will we will talk some baseball, some hot stuff, locked on socks. We'll talk with Herb Lawrence. So you're going to basically get one big ticket signing. Who would it be? We'll talk with Herb about that. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Saturday suckage, like it ought to be. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.